There we go. We're good. We go right back to it. It's all good. Shit happens. <clears throat> check, check. Oh, we're live. Check, check, hey. check. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two kind of hungry co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only. Why are you shaking your head? You're not hungry right now? No. Not at all? Good evening. It's Uncle Sam. And to my left, it's none other than our very own Mr. Zolo, Mike Palazzolo. Blessed. And for some reason, we're in a stupid fucking Santa hat before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Polishing his own candy cane. It's Bruce, the tugboat Venditti. What's up? Uh, welcome. Welcome back. Uh, it is the end of week 11. We have a Monday night matchup tonight that we're definitely going to have to discuss with some detail. Hello, Tank. Is Tank reporting already? Yep. Hello, Tank. Welcome. Uh, we have a Monday night matchup tonight that we need to discuss in detail. Uh, we have a Victory Monday celebration from Zolo, and we have five things, as always. Uh, we have a shitload of injuries to talk about. It's going to be a full show today. But first, how was your weekend? Mitch, how was your weekend? Great. Any highlights? Uh, I watched a lot of football. Picks? I, wa I watch a lot of football every weekend, Saturdays and Sundays now. Would you watch on Saturday? Uh, of course, I've watched the USC-UCLA uh, game. That's a classic. I've been to watch, that game. Watched the Michigan game and uh, was not impressed. Um, Whatever. They weren't good the first game before Ohio State the last two years and then went on to win. I that, just though. wasn't impressed with what they were doing. Um, I, I'm not impressed with their uh, their – Backup coach, whatever what you want. Sharon Moore. Yeah, I'm not. I wanna, let's talk about that this week. Not, not today, a fan but I wanna, of his. Let's talk about it this not week for sure. I'm yeah. excited. Uh, Wednesday. I, I owe a huge apology right now, excuse me, to Danny DeVito. He is not the we'll worst, talk about worst it. We'll quarterback talk. I've ever seen. We'll talk about that. He is no longer the worst he quarterback. He's no longer the worst quarterback I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, he needed to shut you up this week. <clears throat> he shut me up. Um, Wednesday, we are going to do a little Michigan-Ohio State preview. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Zolo, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. I also watched a lot of college football. I watched um, – I wasn't impressed with your boy Michael Penix, but I still love him. I'm still going to ride it. Michael, Pen Michael Penix coming out of this draft right now, and I, I will say that he's the most complete guy that I've seen so far this year, mm -mm. in my opinion. You haven't seen Drake May yet then? I have seen Drake May. But I, I feel Penix is – he has a size. He can make every throw in the book. That sets him apart from these other guys. Well, maybe Wednesday we should just do a full college show. and give No, the I'm, no, I'm no, just no. Saying, from what I've seen so far. Listen, here's, here's what I think. Are we, are we doing this Friday, which I'm down. Well, I have we can Friday do it right off. now if you want. I yeah, no, off. we'll record Friday. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. But is Friday we... I think we need to go before the game starts. There's yeah. a Friday it's 3 p.m. game. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's Perfect. a 3 p.m. game. Perfect. So I think Wednesday we do we preview the three Thursday games. And the Friday game. And the Friday game. And we'll do the yeah. Friday, the Black Friday game, which yep. there's really not much to talk about. Uh, uh, what's his face? Is Tim Boyle's back. Yeah. And then we'll do we'll do um I think I'm gonna go see DSL on Saturday if you're interested Saturday night. 
Oh, yeah, we have a state championship run. Yep, Catholics, championship Catholics versus Saturday. convicts, Muskegon versus DSL. Again, for like the fifth time in the um, last 10 years. So we could, we'll talk about the college what slate is the on Catholic Friday. versus convict? DSL versus Muskegon. What does that for mean? For the state championship. They've played like five times in the state championship in the last 10 years or some shit since I've graduated. Yeah, but who's the Catholics and who's the convicts? Well, DSL's a Catholic school. Okay. So that one's pretty easy to figure out. So you're saying every kid from Muskegon is a convict? Yeah, every one of them's in jail. <laughs> they get released just for the games. Oh, interesting. Okay. Anyways, uh, did anybody make any meat this weekend? I did not. I did not get around to meeting to making meats this weekend. I don't think I did. No meat, nothing. Ground beef. That's about it. What did you What did you cook with ground beef? I just cooked some ground beef in a pan and I ate it. Did you please tell me you did something to the ground beef? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll put some salt, some garlic. A little salt and pepper, pepper on it? Yeah. It's not that. On a, on a pan bad, of, it's, it's ground bad. beef. Ground beef. Hey. hey put it on a, a Did you strain it? Did you, did you strain it and pat it dry? No. Okay. So you I just, the fat. you just All ate right. some shitty, greasy ground beef out of a pan. And some rice. Anyways. You ate hamburger with rice? Ugh. Are you serious? Protein, baby. You must have been extremely Protein. high trying to make that. <laughs> No. Uh, shout out to Leon. He went to Wong's Fu Wah yesterday. Best best wow. place in town, bud. Wow. It's not Wan Fu, by the way. It's Wong's. Wong's? Like Wong's? W-O-N-G-S? Hold on. Wong's my phone. Fu Wah? Hold on. I got it in my phone. Hold on. Is it actually Wong's Fu Wah? Hold on. What is a Fu Wah? No, it's, it's Wong's. It's Wong's. Right. W-O-N-G-S. I'm looking at it. Wong's Fu Wa. Do we know what Fu Wa means in fucking Chinese? I, I have no idea. Hold on. I'm checking this out. Uh, it's like La Fuente, where my dad's favorite Mexican restaurant. Uh, I want to try some of your wife's food. Wa yeah. means... Yeah, what's the best thing she does? Mexican. She can make everything, dude. Mac, what's the best though? What's the best Mexican? What do I like? Ziti. That yeah. she makes the best? Yeah. Oh, I love I love her chili rellenos. That's that's my favorite. What about uh does she make a good burrito? Uh burrito's not even a real Mexican. Dish, I know, it's a California thing. So oh. I mean, But does she? Huh? Does she? Could she? Yeah. Well she absolutely. probably does like enchiladas, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, she makes good tortas. Good torta sounds good. Tostadas. Oh yeah. Tostada sounds good. Should we talk about football? Or yeah. Yeah. We keep talking about Wong's Fu Wa. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's start off with the news. So uh, everybody's kind of been patiently awaiting. The return of uh, Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, the head coach, said today that uh, he's questionable for next Monday's game against the Bears. Uh, he acknowledged the fact that they have to be smart with his return uh, and work him in to the offense again. Um, the Vikings have their bye the week after they play the Bears. Uh, and essentially, that could add a free week into his 21-day window to return. So, with all of those things being said, I don't think Justin Jefferson's coming back for the bye week. I just I don't see it happening, personally. Why would you if you're them? 
they're still in the hunt. They're still in it. They're not out of it. But is that game against the Bears worth rushing Justin oh, Jefferson? Oh, I, th- I out? think he'll be back. I think every game is worth. I don't know about rushing. I think they'll wait for him no, to be hundred percent. for him to be healthy. I don't think they're going to risk his health to come back. Yeah. a game early. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think it's going to go by. Is it? Is it worth? You know, the he, extra. He knows his own he's body. Ready, he's going to. These come guys back. know their own bodies. And they he's just they not know ready. if they'll be ready. Uh, the Texans have signed veteran cornerback Desmond King to their practice squad. Shout out to Troy. Again. Desmond Again. King. Desmond King went to Detroit King. He did. I, th- I thought he was yep. drafted by the Texans. No, I think he was drafted to the Chargers and then went to the Texans. I thought he was drafted by the Texans and went to the Chargers. Maybe he did. Okay. Could be right on that. Desmond King, I thought he was I thought the Chargers drafted him. I wasn't sure. I don't know. It's been a while. I can't remember. Uh so obviously one of the biggest pieces of news of the day today. Um Starts and ends with Amu Bob. Uh, Amu Bob came out and said today that the Jets will have three active quarterbacks on Friday versus Miami for the Black Friday game. The starter will be none other than former Detroit Lion Tim Boyle. TB12. TB12, baby. The backup will be uh, none other than Trevor Seaman. And the number three on the depth chart will be former starter Zach Wilson after Wilson was pulled out of last night's game against the Bills and replaced by Tim Boyle. Personally, I just, it's been, Danny DeVito, you said on on this camera last week, Danny DeVito was the worst quarterback you have ever seen play in the NFL. And I had made the, I even made the comment that Zach Wilson was better than him. And I was wrong. Danny DeVito in two starts has more touchdowns than Zach Wilson's had in 11, what, 10? No. It's awful. But yeah, I don't think what they have is better than Zach Wilson. I don't no. I don't think giving the keys to to Tim Boyle on my ass is better than what Zach Wilson's doing. I just think that They've been right about Nathaniel Hackett all along. I don't think that's Zach what Wilson's I'm starting the problem. to think too. I don't think it's got anything to do with Zach Wilson, to be honest. A, a little bit, a little bit to do with Zach. Zach Wilson. Wilson's not good. He's not but good. But Nathaniel Hackett makes him look worse than he actually is. So, yes. so are He's still we, the best are, are we all rough. saying that Sean, Sean Payton might have been right? Sean Payton might have been right. Sean Payton very well might. It's, have been. There's a whole slew of issues, but their offensive line is garbage and can't protect. I I believe if Aaron Rodgers were there, he'd get murdered again behind this offensive line. I don't I don't even think he could buck that. I think their scheme is off. I think they don't know what they're doing with their run game, mainly because their offensive line sucks. And I think a lot of that does go back to Nathaniel Hackett. I'm no expert. I'm no X's and O's expert with offenses, but I think a lot of that does go back to Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, Hackett's relied on Aaron Rodgers all those years oh. to make plays for him, maybe a hundred percent. And I mean, that sound accurate or? Well, here's the other thing: uh, their left starting left tackle, Becton. I got Becton. Yeah, Mac High Bet Becton. I don't know how to say his first, yeah, his first round pick. Um, he got carted off. Uh, got an MRI today. It's going to be a high ankle sprain. Um, it's he's going to miss disastrous, but he's going to miss a couple weeks. So there's another blow. To the that Jets offensive line. I have a question for you too, and yes. it, it comes off of a report that the Athletic did. Do you think? Do either of you think Amu Bob survives all this? Maybe not necessarily this year or next year, whatever. But do you think that Amu Bob is going to be a long-term coach of the New York Jets, or do you think? What do you think? I think he's safe for this year. I think he makes it through this I, year. I got. I got a feeling because he wasn't really the original. 
pick, I believe, of the GM and mm-hmm. what went transpired over here. Yes. I got a feeling he he will be the fall guy. He's going to be the fall guy. So the athletic, Zach Rosenblatt from the athletic, who actually, I think, I don't know if he covered, yeah, he does cover the Jets. He did a deep dive over the last 10 years on regimes, coaches, and GMs that either drafted or inherited a bust quarterback, a bust first-round quarterback. And not a single head coach. If he took 17 quarterbacks that were bust, Johnny Manziel was on the on the list, Christian Ponder, Jake Locker, Brady Quinn, uh, Jamarcus Russell— there's a whole list of quarterbacks, and if you if your regime drafted one of those quarterbacks, even if you inherited one of those quarterbacks, so in this case it would be Zach Wilson, it may have taken longer, but the regime doesn't get a second chance. Even though it's not their fault that they didn't draft uh, Zach Wilson, they're not going to get a second crack at this. So long term, even if it's over a three-year period, a five-year period, eventually the study says that this regime is going to be on its way out because they couldn't figure out the quarterback position. So this, I think he's safe this year and he's safe for this off season mm-hmm. because realistically from day I, one, wait, this is Woody Johnson. Now I've seen Woody Johnson fire guys for no reason for way less, but, yeah. but they got fucked from day one, literally day one. They were fucked from day one. Right? Yes. Could they have went and got another quarterback at the deadline? Yeah. Could they be working out other guys that are better than Tim Boyle right now? Probably. Did they miss on a lot of those opportunities? Yes. But this season was supposed to be a Super Bowl run with Aaron Rodgers. Give him the keys to the kingdom and see if it can make it work. Right? Rodgers signed up to work for this administration. At the end of the day, I think you have to, if you're Woody Johnson, you have to at least give them the shot to put this whole thing together I, with Rodgers. Woody next Johnson, year. he, Makbu Bob is going to be the fall guy no matter what. Okay? He's going to be the fucking fall guy. Which is a shame. And let me explain to you why. Uh, hold on, real quick. I think you, of all people, will agree with me on this. I think I'm uh, Bob Sala is one of the best coaches in Mark football. Makbu Bob. I think I think he's easily one of the better coaches in football. Right. And I and I would be disappointed if that happens. Go ahead. I'm sorry I sidetracked you. I you know what? Listen, this is what's gonna happen. I truly believe Aaron Rodgers is coming back and will get another shot. Aaron Rodgers is whether it's this year or not. Yeah. Which I I, after seeing the way they played the If they lose to Miami on if they lose to Miami on Friday. Next, wait, is it this Friday? It is this Friday. 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 If they lose to Miami on Friday, there's I don't think we see Rodgers this year because then they're four and six, right? Okay, so four and seven. I think if Rodgers is ready, I think no matter what, if he because he's been rushing for a reason, I think no matter what, he's going to take a crack at this if he ends up being ready. I personally don't know what the hell he'd be doing trying to do that because I don't think this Jets team, I know you said Super Bowl run, I think with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they'd be competing for the division. I, I agree. Just, I just think that they're, it, it's just a broad quarterback isn't the only problem with this team. And they collapsed a lot yesterday. They collapsed on the 80-yard the touchdown. There was miscommunications with, with what's-his-face, with Sauce Gardner and the rest of the yeah, defense. You, you, and you had you Quinn Williams screaming at people. You defense questioning each other. Yeah, and, and that's happening. Yeah. I think there's bigger issues. There's a lot of frustration going on. Well, yes. I, I, I yeah. think this is what's happening. Basically, Zach Wilson, I I believe that ownership and fucking the upper echelon 
are pushing for Zach Wilson to play because they've had so much vested in him. And I think Makbu Bob doesn't want any part of that. I think there's And I don't think he wants to. He's not going to admit it because then you're pointing the finger at ownership and whatever. But I'm telling you right now, I don't I don't think he would allow this to go on if he had the the opportunity to actually make the call. I I think he let, he's like you guys want this? I'm going to put it there for you. And when it fails, it's on you. And I'm talking about Woody Johnson, and I'm talking about whoever knows Zach Wilson's family and whoever the fuck they are. That's what I'm talking about. Because that's what it looks like to me. And I, I don't even know. I think Aaron Rodgers has done everything humanly possible to prepare Zach Wilson for this as far as X's and O's, what to do, what to look for. And the kids still don't get it. Guess what? He's going to be passing out peanuts and fucking hot dogs next year. Amen. Um, John Harbaugh came out today and talked about tight end Mark Andrews. Uh, He said that there's a chance that he could return this season from his ankle injury. Uh, The injury was not as bad as initially feared. And they will know more as his rehab continues. Fake news. Fake news. Does it sound familiar? Fake news. Okay. Uh, Dolphins running back. Devin A. Chain, who re-injured the same knee Sunday that landed him on IR for four games. Um, the team is still looking into the injury. Um, Mike McDaniel uh, said today that it wasn't as serious as before. Do you, do you even buy any of the bullshit you're hearing right now? What do you mean? With these injury reports? How, how could these people come out and say, well, he injured this, he's out for the rest of the year. He's on IR. IR used to be fucking for the year. IR is four games. It now. used to be for the year. Now it's four games. Well, I think it's all bullshit. This is what Mike McDaniel said. There's a chance that he will and a chance that he won't. I definitely would not rule him out, but I definitely would not rule him in either. Whatever the fuck that means. I'll How bet, about that? I'll bet they're just, it's wait and see mode. Yeah. It's day to day. It makes sense. They're going to wait to see if the swelling goes down. Selfish point. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to not talk too much today, but selfish standpoint. I traded you for Aaron Jones last week. In two leagues yesterday, I had A Chain and Aaron Jones starting at running back. In two leagues, I'm fighting for my life in both of those leagues tonight because I lost both of those running backs. In two leagues. In two leagues. I need Mahomes hey. to go off for 40 in one league, which I think is totally possible. And in the other league, I need to, I need to beat cousin Steven with eight points from Zach Cunningham. Or I'm fucked. Two leagues that I had surefire wins in, too. But I lost both of those running backs in the first quarter. I, I week, week one of this year, I lost David Montgomery and Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones just keeps... For, for about four and a half to five weeks. Actually, six. Uh, Aaron Jones said yesterday after the game, after being carted off, that he, quote-unquote, caught a break. Uh, he did not practice today due to a knee injury, but it doesn't look like it was a torn anything tore so it's gonna i think it'll be a couple weeks and low key i mean they the the packers hold a lot of cards in their hands they're not out of it i don't think they're good i don't think they're gonna get back into it but they're not out of it for that seven seed so he'd be a welcome addition for them if they could get him back if they can get if he can get healthy um at least calvin Ridley came alive sure did fuck You trade. He puts up a five the last the month week. And a half. I this asshole. The week I trade him, he puts up fucking two touchdowns and hundred yards. So the karma. Go fuck yourself. The karma is in that other league where I started a chain and Jones and they died. I I was down. I had a chain in the flex, 
and I was down to A-Chain and Ridley because everyone said that Ridley oh. anytime was a sure thing yesterday. I wouldn't have it locked down, but I'd be I'd be down 10 or 15 points with Mahomes going tonight. So yeah, that's a lock. That's they the karma. Them. I got him in our league, and I started him, but I didn't start him in the other league, which, of course, I don't blame you. I mean, Ridley hasn't done shit all year. Sorry, go ahead. Kyle Shanahan confirmed today that standout safety, uh, I don't know how to say his first name, Tali Tala Noah Hufanga did, in fact, tear his ACL in Sunday's win over Tampa Bay, and he will miss the remainder of the season. He'll be back before the end of the season. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, Former Ravens quarterback and former Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco, has signed. I we're talking about Trent Delfer. Go ahead. Has signed with the Cleveland Browns, uh, and he's on the practice squad. It is expected that Flacco gets promoted to the active roster before their game this week. Uh, he will definitely add some depth for them, but, but. Ironic, isn't it? What is? Joe Flacco in Cleveland? Well, they came out today and said that as of right now, Dorian Thompson Robinson will be the starter this weekend. So, right, this may have just been a he. We might not actually see him. We'll get there. But was that that bad of a showing against Steelers D? He got the win, and he it wasn't and he made, awful. It wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. There's nowhere to go but up. It wasn't pretty, but it wasn't awful. Uh, Seahawks scumbag Pete Carroll told reporters that Kenneth Walker suffered an oblique strain that was quote unquote legit, whatever that means. The fuck is um, that? I see. I seen him when he got hurt. He grabbed his side. He grabbed his side before he hit the ground on a run. So uh, I he, seen it because he was like, you could see it. His hand actually grabbed his side when he was twisting going through the line. Uh, he is currently doubtful for the Thanksgiving night game against the 49ers and could be in danger of missing three to four weeks. But they do not deem him as an IR candidate at this time. So I don't know how you could be in danger of missing three to four weeks and they're not thinking about putting you on well, IR. Well, if they consider IR four weeks now, I would say that's IR, no? I mean, that's that what they're saying? IR used to be the year. Maybe it's two. Who knows? Um, or at least six games. IR used to be six games. The Falcons have made it official for the third time in the past month. Uh, Desmond Ritter will be the starting quarterback going forward over Taylor Heineke. So Ritter was the starter, and then they came out and said Heineke was the starter. This guy keeps losing games. He's going to lose his job. Arthur Smith? Yeah. I I mean, I don't think he just can make up his mind on who he actually wants to send out there. I I don't give a fuck. He's so indecisive. You either go with a guy or or fucking uh, bring somebody else in then. Time to draft a You're not happy with the two guys you got? If you don't think the two guys you got can do the fucking job, you need to get somebody else in there. I don't think Desmond Ritter with two an extra week's rest <laughs> is gonna call, is gonna change any games <laughs> for any any Falcons fans anytime soon. Um. Oh wow. Uh, Ron Rivera said today uh, after the Commanders oh, lost God, to the this Giants, fucker needs to lose his job. Um, who were led by undrafted rookie Tommy DeVito uh, was quote unquote a low point in his career. If you're openly I guess saying losing that, that stuff, Super Bowl wasn't if how you're, if you're openly saying stuff losing like that, that Super Bowl to the Denver Broncos wasn't if you're openly that, saying that stuff like worse. that maybe maybe you're you're you know well what's worse going to the Super Bowl and losing or getting fired maybe they told them they're like 
Your ass is grass. You're just. You're I mean, how? Does, I, I think they've already told him he's out. How's he still shot. employed? Yeah. I can't figure out for the life of me how I don't know. he's still employed. We've talked about it. Josh Harris is a good owner. He knows what he's doing, but he paid $6 billion for that team. So, or $5 billion, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't think he's he going to sit. Rivera? I don't think it's not going to be much in a few in a few weeks. It's going to be minimal. Uh, Mike Vrabel came out today and uh, had comments to make on their loss to the Jaguars this week. He said Jacksonville is just a better football team. They're better coached, and they have a much better team right now. That's the most honest man I've heard this year. <laughs> yeah. I love Mike Frabel. What? I love I Mike just said that's the most honest man I've heard this year. I can see how that would. Does that ruffle your feathers? No. It doesn't ruffle my feathers, but I don't think you're just supposed to come out and, like, be that honest. Say it. What, that brutally honest? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Listen, I, I can remember Jim Mora that. coming out fucking years ago. They asked him about fucking. He had lost. They had lost a game that. They shouldn't have lost. And my man lost his shit on national TV. Is that they are talking who we about thought there were? Is that and that they were like, hey, oh, what do you think? You guys think you can make the playoffs? Oh, playoffs. Like, playoffs. playoffs. I just want to win a fucking game. Yeah. Nobody's talking about playoffs. Playoffs? Um, Bill O'Brien said today that uh a quarterback decision has not been made and it is still very much in, up in the air. My God. He then went on to say, at the end of the day, Bill will make that decision at some point this week, and then we'll go from there. So that's a good thing that Bill O'Brien said that because he's just throwing it all at Bill Belichick. Hey, who do we think is going to coach that team next year? I huh? don't know. Who, are we allowed to talk about who's going to be the head coach of that team next year? I, honest to God, I, if I was a betting man, you want to know who I think it is? I think there's two candidates. that could Josh McDaniels. <laughs> I don't think it's. I highly doubt it's Josh McDaniels. I are they think, notable names? I want to play this game. Right I have now. two that I, in my head that I think could do it. Do they have Patriots ties? Yes. Are they currently coaching? Yes. Okay. Are they currently head coaches? No. Okay. So You're not going to say Matt Patricia, are you? No. My okay. God, you say Matt Patricia, I'm fucking nope. done. I'm but shooting there's myself two to me that right on camera here. Right, go ahead. Bill O'Brien. Okay. Well, that's an obvious one. And Brian Flores. Brian Flores is a great coach. Hold on now. I don't think Brian Flores will ever step his foot back in New England after the bullshit that happened with him. It I didn't, think it, it didn't him happen losing there, his job in Miami. It didn't Miami. happen there though. It happened in Miami. I get that. And that was Bilicek who put the, the gun to his head. Who blew that up? Bilicek did. Thank but thank that's why I think it makes the most sense. It's part of oh, the reason so why you I think go, go back. You go spite him. Yeah. You go spite him. Fuck yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, think he, I think he hates Bill Belichick at this point enough to where I think he would kill him if he seen him on the street. The Ravens worked out former Buccaneers tight end O.J. Howard today. Uh, expect him to sign with the team within the coming days. So I don't I, guess what? Guess what? I like Isaiah Likely, but that that to me, O.J. Howard was always the big athletic tight end. If you put him into Mark Andrews, and roll O.J. Howard out, didn't do anything with Tom Brady as his quarterback. So why are I'm we aware, fucking talking about Because this? Lamar Jackson loves break. those kind of Mark guys. Mark Andrews can like block that. I, I, I got That's better. True. I got some better news than all of them. Well, I have one more piece of news that you're going to love, and then you can give us all the Go news ahead. you would like. The NFL is currently reviewing Bronco safety Kareem Jackson's hit on Vikings quarterback Josh Dobbs on Sunday night. Uh, looking, They are looking at potential discipline. Jackson just returned from a two-game suspension, so a violation could end his season and trigger a season-long suspension. No flag was no, ridiculous. No flag was thrown. Fucking flag. ridiculous. 
So Ridic no flag was thrown. Ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Why don't Why don't you just put a diaper on him? Put a diaper on him. Stick a goddamn pacifier in his mouth and bang him. <laughs> Weirdos. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for it to come out that way. I didn't see that one coming from left field. Um, I you went diaper pacifier and then bang him. Uh, wow. Anyway, drill back. Can I talk about the real news? Sure. Uncle Sam has some news. Jerry Jones had made an announcement yesterday. <laughs> I've been waiting for this all day. Jerry Jones said, Jimmy Johnson will be inducted into the Cowboys' ring of honor. It's been 30 years. Do you know what game they're doing it's, it? It's been 30 fucking years, dude. Do you know what game they're at? No, I don't. No. Against the Detroit Lions. Are they really? Yeah. That's awesome. Jerry Jones. You know what? If I if I was fucking you know who, Jimmy should have just pulled it out of his pants and slapped him in the face with it. But you know what? Jimmy took it like a big guy. He's like, hey, you know, thank you, thank you. He even gave it looked like he was very enthused with it. Did you see it? So take us not. back in time real quick. Why did Jimmy Johnson get fired? Uh, because he wouldn't listen to fucking Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones had an idea of what he wanted his football team to be. And Jimmy Johnson was like, don't touch what ain't fucking broke. And uh, they couldn't get along. They couldn't make... Jimmy Johnson wanted to make decisions on roster. And, and Jerry wanted to swing his dick because he's the owner. And uh, he should have listened to the fucking guy that was running his football team instead of being the egotistical, maniacal asshole that he is. Who's the egotistical and maniacal asshole? Jerry Jones. Oh, okay. He should have listened to Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson won him three Super Bowls. Three. Well, Jimmy Johnson also uh, made more money, $20,000 per commercial, um, doing a series of commercials for the male enhancement pill extends than he did in a year coaching the Cowboys. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So what does that tell you? I guess Jerry, Jerry, Jerry wasn't him. just a announcing it. He was a client. He was a client. Yes. Jerry Joe, <laughs> Jerry, Jimmy Johnson tested out the extends before. Listen, he he's uh, arguably probably one of the greatest coaches of all time. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Shout out to Jimmy. Good Shout out to Jimmy. Johnson. Three Good Super Bowls. Hey, a national championship at the University of Miami. Mm -hmm. Three Super Bowls. I take stock into that. Three oh, yeah. Super Bowls, a ring for Miami. He was the guy who invented the 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 fucking board, the draft board. Draft he board. was the guy who invented it. Do you think they gave him a lifetime supply of dong pills for doing those commercials? Or uh, I don't believe so, because if that's true, he'd be dead. <laughs> All right, let's recap. So, first <laughs> off, beautiful I have a question. Where should we start? Would you like to start with our Detroit Lions recap? Let's, or would you like to save the Lions let's, recap? Let's save it. Let's go over the things that we've already talked about, like, like Jets, Bills, and Commanders, Giants. And... All right, well, let's start with the Jets and the Bills, okay? Because those, yeah, you're right. We can hey, run is, through As ugly as that Jets and Bills game was, there was a point where I actually thought the Jets were going to fucking come back in that game. I didn't. As ugly as it was. Yeah, I didn't. 
I did not. I didn't. The Jets headed to upstate New York to play the Bills. The Bills come out on top of this one 32 to 6. Uh, it was a 16 to 6 game at the half. The Bills put on 13 in the third quarter and essentially stopped playing football after that. Um, Josh Allen uh, got 20 for 32, 275 yards, three touchdowns and a pick in this game. James Cook, 17 for 73. Uh, Khalil Shakir continuing his hot streak, three for 115 and a touchdown. Ty Johnson. Picked up a touchdown through the air, three for 47, as did James Cook, three for 39, and a touchdown. It was a quiet night for Stephon Diggs um, because it didn't really have to be. Well, I, I think Diggs night. is out of there anyway. I think he's done there. Well, I mean, he's going to be there the rest of the year at least. Yeah. Um, as far as the Jets go, Zach Wilson was seven for 15 for 81 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Tim Boyle came in and was seven for 14 for 33 yards and a pick. Brees Hall, 10 for 23. Guess I traded him at the right time. Uh, and Garrett Wilson, 2 for 9 and a fumble. So, offensively, it was an absolute petrified shit show for the Jets. Obviously, it cost Zach Wilson his job. We don't really need to talk about them anymore. Garrett Wilson should have been a top three receiver in this league. But. The fucking shame. I think we do owe a little conversation piece here to the Buffalo Bills. Because we were essentially completely ready to write them off last week. And we oh, talked. Adam, we all picked him to pick the Bills this week. It wasn't like we thought they were going to lose to the Jets. I but we Jets. thought. Bruce did pick huh? the Jets, for the, the record. Jets. He picked the Jets. But we all thought that this was going to be a decent game because the Jets' defense would be able to stifle the Bills a little bit. Like, we all had the Jets covering in this game. Okay. So, we were all wrong. We were all wrong. Uh, now, I have a little scenario to pose here. So, Buffalo 6-5, and five, they're one game behind Miami, and they play Philadelphia next week on Sunday. Okay. Let's throw a hypothetical in here. If Buffalo beats Philadelphia going into the bye week, are we back in? Well, they're back at Philadelphia. If we beat if Buffalo beats Philly in Philly next Sunday, okay. Are we back in on the Bills? <clears throat> I would have to it depends where things stand when they beat the Bills. I think that that should put them in the conversation, but you have a lot of hot teams in the bottom of the AFC right now that they have to fight against. They have to fight against whatever's going on in the North. They have to fight against the the Denver Broncos now. They have to fight against their own division still. So they got Philly bye week Casey. But are you talking about metaphorically buying in? Hey, the Bills are if, good. Yes, if the Bills beat Philly next week and beat Kansas City the week after. Well, they got the bye and then Casey. That's a whole different conversation. I don't wow. want to go because if they beat Philly, go into the bye, come out, beat so Kansas Philly, City. So Philly Philly beats, let's say Philly beats Kansas City tonight. Yeah. Okay. And the Bills and, beat Philadelphia. Philly Philly yes. beat, loses to If that's the them, scenario, that, I would the week feel after, good. I would feel it. good. Yes. Because then you'd have the Bills sitting at 7 and 5, a game still one game behind Miami. Correct. And but I think they have things to on Miami because they I beat them. They did beat Miami. Yes. The Eagles lose tonight. The Lions are tied for first. Yes, they are. <laughs> Indeed they are. Could be tonight. Could be the that, night. Could be the night. Could be the night. Uh if my playoff machine 
his uh, remembrance skills are correct. I think the Lions hold the tiebreaker. I'm not certain. We could run that. Or no, no they, do. they don't. They do because they beat Kansas City. There's more. That that's a tiebreaker. Kansas City beats Philadelphia. We have in there. There's break? more in front of it though. It's 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 common. It, common oh. opponents is up there, but it's I think it's record within the conference first. Correct. And their losses, their losses would be both to the AFC. So I think they would have it. So it no. should already be there. Go to, go to the first week. week. It's the last game, bottom right. No, keep going. Go up. And you give Kansas City a win and give the Lions a win. Yeah. No, they still. Don't. The Lions already have the win. Yeah. So I, I'm fairly certain that the Eagles hold the tiebreak at the moment. But again. They got a gauntlet. They have a gauntlet coming up. I was so, talking about that today. Let's give the Lions um, Green Bay. So, no, there it is. Hello. Well, no, that's he this didn't is, give Philadelphia. What, okay, the win so what yet. if Philly? If Philly beats Buffalo, go give Philadelphia the win. So yeah, Philadelphia still has the tiebreaker with the same record. So I don't know why, so but if they do. Kansas so Kansas City it, wins. Though. Detroit is in first place in the NFC. If they lose, no, no, no. There's yeah, the, they have the best record. The Eagles, well, they're tied. They're tied Correct. for the best right. record. They're tied record-wise, but we have the tiebreaker yes. because they would have lost Listen, listen. We are Chiefs fans. No, if you're a Lions fan, you are a Chiefs fan tonight, no matter 100%. what. 100%. Right. It's that simple. Even I took the Eagles, by the way. It's because you suck, dude. You'd rather see the Eagles in the Super Bowl than the fucking Lions. Fucking no. fair weather has been bandwagon so. jumper. I don't think Anyways, so. Anyways, uh, we need fan to... before you were still in your daddy's bag. We need to talk about the New York Giants. Yes. Going into the capital city and beating up on the commanders 31 to 19. And we can't talk about this game with talking about Jesus H. DeVito. 18 for 26, 246 yards, three fucking touchdown passes through the Tommy air. Tommy Danny DeVito. For a QBR of 137.7. Shout out to the man that we all called the, the worst, worst quarterback in football. Quarterback to ever play the game last week. I was dead wrong. Danny DeVito. Garrett's in the chat. I was dead like, wrong. Garrett is in the Are chat. You fucking kidding me? For the you prone. Know? I don't like that. Garrett's in the chat. For the phone? For the prone. What's the prone? And you just, 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 he does for the prone. Is he high? No, for the prone. Oh. Um, but Danny DeVito yesterday beat up on him. He outplayed Sam Howell. Sam Howell's 31 for 45, 255 yards, a touchdown, and three picks for Sam Howell yesterday. Can I tell you what I happened said, with Danny, Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito was sacked five times in the first quarter. This is, this is what happened yesterday for, for Tommy DeVito. He woke up, he played the song, drove to the stadium. You don't know what song. And then he put on. He put on for Jersey. That's all you could really do is put on for Jersey. What did he say? He Danny DeVito said all week he walked around the facility and told them that he, quote unquote, had the Jersey juice this week. And he that did. He was going to come out. And he was gonna win them that game. He made some big ass throws too. He Tony Soprano. Hey, he started in the pot. Hey, he took a fucking beating. That kid was sacked seven times in the fucking first half. Listen, Syracuse Tommy DeVito was very good. He he put up some points for they didn't win a crazy amount of games, but they were in games against Clemson and Florida State. They might he might have even beat Florida State. I don't remember exactly what Champaign, Illinois Tommy DeVito did. But he's not some 
I'm not going to judge him on those first two weeks. I would like to see him get better. Yeah. I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to do what he just did this last week. I think it sounds more about the Redskins or the Commanders than it does about Tommy DeVito and the right. Giants. No, no, cuz it said a lot for him, man. Listen, he that first game, he couldn't fucking connect a pass 5 yards in front of the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And my man was fucking tearing it down the field. So I, I'm not going to – I don't agree with that. I, uh, I, I thought Saquon Barkley was a fucking monster. Well, I was Incredible. just going to say 14 Incredible. for 83. That's six yards yeah. per carry. He also had 57 yards and four receptions through the air with two touchdowns. Darius Slayton, four for 82 and a touchdown in this game as well. The Giants didn't look all that bad yesterday. No, their defense was solid. They were getting fucking all kinds of pressure now, on, on Sam Howell. Can I ask the question? Does this game say more about Washington, or does this game say more about the Giants? It says more about the Commanders. It says I, more about the disarray that the Commanders are in. But this is the, it says about divisional games. The problem is, is I always get so happy to see the Commanders do well because for some reason I have a soft spot for this team and I want them to do well, and then they always shit the bed. Is you, it you know why? Is it Riverboat? You, you want to know what the problem is? The is? They need Dan Schneider back. That's what the problem is. Dan Schneider, wherever you are, go buy the team back. Um, Where are you going? He's getting another Aladdin. You're having a second Aladdin? Yes, I am. Jesus Christ. He's about to explode. Uh, all right, let's talk about another divisional game. I'm good. Thank let's you. Let's talk about another divisional game. The Pittsburgh Steelers headed to Cleveland to play the Browns. Uh, the Cleveland Browns edge this one out 13-10. Uh, to 10. Dorian Thompson Robinson picks up his first W in the NFL as a starter. He was 24 for 43. What flavor is that? Did you just restock? Did you restock the cooler? No. No. The, the, you didn't did. put it in the cooler. The cooler? It's not in the fridge. It's warm Aladdin. You did yesterday. It's in the fridge. Or, or, I put or, it in your fucking Well, you didn't put the whole fucking last box week, in. Friday. It didn't fit, fucker. Because you got that gay-ass beer in there. You need to get that little monkey juice out of there. Anyways, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 24 for 43, 165 yards on a pick. Um, Kareem Hunt, 12 for 36. Kenny Pickett, 15 for 28, 106 yards. Jalen Warren had a monster day. Nine rushes for yeah, 125 yards. The guy, yards the guy I wanted to fucking trade for, you guys all suck dick. <laughs> you need another Aladdin. Najee Harris, 12 for 35. So, looks like Jalen Warren is going to be the new bona fide number one Gee, guy there. Does it? Uh, had a great, it? great game. Oh, I got a feeling about him. Yeah, okay. Um, There was not a lot of offense in this game whatsoever. Uh, at the end of the day, Cleveland beat the Steelers' defense just that one time and was able to get this done. Um, what do we think? I still personally feel like the Steelers should stay in lockstep with the Ravens going forward. I... I this Cleveland thing is cute, but I'm not bought into the Cleveland thing yet. Best defense in the NFL. I'm, I'm bought into the Cleveland thing because of the defense. I do think they're going to get into the playoffs because it's just one of those defenses that's just going to do just enough every week to keep them in the games. I think whoever it is, if it's Dorian Thompson-Robinson or P.J. Walker. Or I Joe think the, Flacco. Or I Joe think they Flacco. got a better chance with this. I would keep the Thompson kid in there. 100%. And let him, let him develop. 100%. I, again, this is the fifth time I've said this on the show. I've watched Dorian Thompson Robinson play in Chip Kelly's complex, crazy offense, and he did just fine. So I think if he's in a if if they could simplify it and keep doing what they're doing with Kareem Cunt and Jerome Ford, 
And if they could just, when he needs to make the throws to Njoku, and he went, when he needs to make the throws to Amari Cooper or whoever is catching the ball, I feel good about what Dorian Thompson-Robinson can do. I, I really do. I genuinely do. And with that defense, they're going to win a lot of games. We're talking about Miles Garrett as a legitimate MVP candidate right now. Yes. He's very much I in the conversation. He's a monster. He's a monster. And their whole defense is very good. Do I think they're going to win the division? No. I totally think that they are the class of those wild card AFC teams. If it's Bills that's and that's if that's Bills and Browns, I'm taking the Browns. You don't like I'm, am I crazy? What about Dolphins. Bills Houston? Triple Jam's good. I'm taking the Browns. Wow. Thank you. I am too. I'm oh. taking the Browns over any team that isn't Baltimore, Kansas City. I picked the Browns to win that well, I'm probably taking the Dolphins over the Browns. I, I'm pro- I'm taking the Browns over a lot that. of teams. I don't know about that. You know what? The Dolphins were shaky hey, yesterday. All I'm gonna say is, all I'm gonna say is, <clears throat> before last week, we thought the Jets' defense was probably better than Cleveland's, and look what the Bills did to them. Fair. I gotta see a lot more. I, I will see say a this: series un- of, unlike of Bills the Jets, plays. the Cleveland Browns' offense is not totally fucking impotent. And Zach Wilson is not quarterback. Listen, Cleveland Browns. I don't need know some if a Jimmy Johnson stash of extends. That's I don't that. know if I would say that Cleveland's offense is not. It's better than fucking the Jets. Yes, if you can the run Jets the ball, are thirty-two of thirty-two. If you could run the ball effectively, good things will happen. And I, I trust that over time. I don't think Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to be some world beater, but I trust that over time, in the next couple weeks, he can make enough plays to keep them in games. We can't sleep on Pittsburgh's defense. Pittsburgh's that's defense is saying. one of the best. I think right. I, that's why I still – the problem is Kenny Pickett has been so fucking disappointing. So I, I, bad. I don't know it's why a major problem. It's a the major, major problem. I will say this. This kid. Listen, he no. don't think about Kenny bad. Pickett. He he could take a fucking beating. That's great. That's, you got to be able to throw and the he's ball. Tough as nails. He misses every single receiver by at least twenty yards yeah. deep. Minimum. The th- he throws so past Gino the sticks. Smith. He throws well, past the sticks every time. Shit too. So does fucking. Uh, what the hell's that kid's name in uh, Tampa? Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. That's the no. thing. But he's tough as nails. We're not supposed to be no. comparing Kenny Pickett Pickett to Geno Smith and Baker Mayfield. Kenny, Kenny Pickett's genuinely bad. Right We've now. seen a body of work on Kenny Pickett at this point to where he's just bad because all the pieces are there. I don't love what Matt Canada's doing still. No. But I don't all like of the pieces him. are I there. Think he, needs, I, I, like, he needs to get out. It always goes back to Brock Purdy and how you hate him. Brock Purdy makes the throws. Kenny yeah, Pickett Brock, does not Brock, make the hold throws. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Oh, don't God. don't go to Brock Purdy ever. I just did. Okay? Don't I do just, it. I just you went right know to Brock why? Purdy. If you could take Kenny Pickett and stick him on San Francisco's nope. team, oh, he'd be doing the no, same no, fucking no, thing. No, no, Fuck no, you guys. Nope. He'd be no, doing no. the same thing. No. You, know, get your you know as get well, your you know as, well as I do. No. You are that, full of certified no. petrified and shit And right now. And that system quarterback argument holds less water every week because nobody has more perfect passer ratings in the last year than Brock Purdy. No 100%. quarterback in the league. And he did it again this weekend. Um, So we can jump over there if you guys would like. The Tampa Please. Bay Buccaneers headed to the Bay Area to play the 49ers. Shout out to you, Dark Lumen. You got um, my back. 49ers come out on top in this one, 27 27- 14 they are now seven and three and standing alone at the top of the nfc west well tampa bay drops to four and six and are slowly falling down the ranks of the nfc south brock purdy qbr 158.3 uh 21 of 25 for 333 yards and three touchdowns christian mccaffrey 21 of 78 
Brendan Ayuk, five for 156 yards and a touchdown. Kittle, eight for 89 and a touchdown. McCaffrey also caught a pass, a touchdown pass through the air on five receptions for 25 yards. On the other side of things, Baker Mayfield, 29 of 45 for 246 yards, a touchdown, a pick. Rashad White, 9 of 30 and a touchdown. They still cannot run the football in Tampa Bay. Kate Otten led the team in yardage through the air, 4 for 49. Mike Evans was 5 for 43 and a touchdown. By the way, uh, there was quite a few drops in that game for Baker Mayfield, too. I don't know if you guys had seen it. Uh, Mike Evans dropped two that should have been touchdown. No question. Baker didn't yeah, have yeah. a bad game against that against that defense. I, I actually thought what Baker did was good yesterday. I, they were I kind thought of they in played it the really half. well against them. Yeah. Even even though I, I'll tell you who really impressed me yesterday, Rashad White on nine I, for thirty. He impressed me with the way he was running the football. He really did. Listen to me, because he doesn't have much of an offensive line in front of him. I but outside pass blocking, their offensive line can't do shit. But I'll tell you what, he they they impressed the shit out of me. Listen, they are thirty two in rushing. They are thirty two of thirty two, and it's not him. Well, it's not him because that kid could catch anything that's thrown at him, and and he's productive. Listen, there's only a, one other guy besides Christian McCaffrey in this league that leads the league in fucking receiving as a running back, and it's fucking him. Rashad, Rashad White is behind Chris yes. McCaffrey and receiving yards. They still can't run the football. Well, I just, been, I just this said is it. year Hello? three of them not being able to run the football. I think Rashad White's pretty Brock, good. Brock Purdy's the best. Hey. I think Rashad White's pretty good, and I think that this breakout that Rashad White's been having the last couple weeks was a long time in the making. I've been I following agree. it. I and agree. I'm excited to I, see what he I've does because I think he's a very, very good running back. I think you can make the case he's a top 10 running back in the league. I'm not disagreeing about Rashad White. I Shut think, up, Garrett. I think Rashad White <laughs> I think Rashad White is a very serviceable back. I just don't understand why this team can't run the ball. I just don't. All you've done is invest draft picks in the offensive listen, line. Listen, Anyways. They, they had to run the ball yesterday to keep that San Francisco defense honest. Yeah, they ran for and 47 they it, yards. They did it as good as they could. Yeah, it was awful. Their Whatever. best is still a couple, a couple plays here and there. Mike, Mike Evans catches two of those passes. You're talking about a different football game, period. Listen to me. I don't know how much longer that we're going to sit here and you're going to give Tampa Bay. What, what Baker Mayfield doesn't play, isn't that great of a quarterback, okay? You need to stop right now. The guy was money in college. Baker so Mayfield is Johnny Manziel. Baker Mayfield is not the problem with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The problem with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the coaching staff is absolute well, dog. I, we know that. They're the worst I... coaching staff probably outside of. I, I don't know. The commanders. No, I take I take Ron uh, Rivera over Todd Bowles. Okay. Todd Bowles is fucking garbage. He I know. I'm, Todd Bowles is the Period. is the bottom. But you can't you can't blame everything but on I'm not on blaming, fucking Baker Mayfield. I'm not Baker blaming Mayfield's everything on Baker. I'm not blaming Baker is a problem because his numbers are just all you as good as Tom Brady's were. All you want to do is okay. All you want to do is talk about how tough Baker is, but he's not a good quarterback. I'm you sorry. Need to wake up, bud. It's not good. I'm up. I'm just sick okay. of talking about Tampa and San Francisco. Anyways, Brock Purdy had a fantastic game. McCaffrey had a fantastic oh, game. Oh, wait, I'm perked up now. I'm and Brendan Ayuk was was a man on a mission yesterday. Yeah, by the way, that was some uh career highs for him. And for who? Brandon Ayuk. He's a game. monster. 156 yards. Very yeah. nice game for career, him. Career game for him yesterday. And 
I think San Francisco's right back into the stride they were before their skid, personally. I got to see a little more. I want to see how they fare against Seattle. And they, I know they have Philly coming up. San Francisco's got Philly in the next month. Yep. It's towards Christmas. Their schedule's not easy. Uh, San Francisco's schedule isn't easy, but they have some big games that they can prove themselves in, similar to how they proved themselves against Dallas back in week four, week five, whenever that was. And I'm excited to see. But I, I'm I'm not ready to go to San Francisco as one of the best teams in the NFC again until I see them against those teams. I want best teams I in the NFC don't lose three in a row. I think they're three. I think they're number three. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, next up, let's go to Green Bay. Talk about a game that uh, I thought personally was going to cost Brendan Staley his job. Someone had this. Someone hit. I had, you had Green Bay. I took Green Bay. You had Green Bay. Yeah. Hold on. Did you take we, Green Bay? We all took the Chargers. He took Green Bay. <clears throat> I have it right. Oh, blind squirrel slash nut. Anyways, the L.A. Chargers headed to Green Bay to play the Packers. Both these teams are now sitting at 4-6. and six. Chargers are last in the AFC West. Green Bay comes out on top in this one, 23-20. And I can't believe that this team's going to continue to move forward with Brendan Staley because realistically, even if it's not all his fault, he deserves to be martyred for this because – that game was theirs to fucking lose, Listen, and they, they found they a way to some lose. Some games in the beginning of the year they shouldn't have won. I'm aware. Justin yeah. Herbert, 21 for 36 for 260 yards and two touchdowns. He also had 73 yards on the ground. Eckler, 10 for 64. Uh, Keenan Allen, 10 for 116 yards and a touchdown. Stone Smart what? had one catch for 51 yards and a touchdown. How could you be stoned and smart? Stone Smart, smart with two Ts. No idea who I, the fuck I, that is. I don't see how you could take a team with that roster and and not win 10 games. Why is Quinn Johnson still not being utilized with Palmer and Mike Williams? Both? He might suck. He had a horrible I drop mean, there at the end. Two for 21. Yeah, he yeah, was targeted six times, only pulled in two. I mean, my God. Joey Bosa went down injured in this one really early on. Um, uh, he was crying coming off the field, so obviously his shit is not bullshit. It's serious. And but for every Joey Boza that went down, there's an Aaron Jones that went down. Too. Absolutely. Right. So those are two impact players, and the Packers still ended up pulling it out. Um, and I'll tell you what, Jordan Love. <sighs> Jordan Love was 27 for 40 for 322 yards and two touchdowns. The problem with Jordan Love is he's only completing about a little over 50 percent of his passes. That's an issue. His accuracy is an issue. Listen, neither of these teams are good. Like neither well, I'm not, of these I'm not teams saying they're good. not good. I'm just saying this. I I I think Jordan Love has less to work with than fucking Justin Herbert. Well, Jaden Reed really emerged. Well, all the pass this. catchers popped off. Though. Yeah, Rome, Jaden, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, Dobbs Christian, good Christian Watson. All uh, three of them popped off. Dontavian Wicks. What the fuck is that? Three for ninety one. Is that a game. candle company? <laughs> Romeo no, Dobbs. But I, I mean, think about it though. I mean. Whose receiving core do you think is really better? Oh, by far, the Chargers. Exactly. By far. And who's supposed to be the better quarterback? Justin Herbert. Thank you. And who has the better running backs? Justin I'll take Herbert. Eckler and Josh Kelly before yeah. I take before, A.J. Dillon. Uh, and agree, agreed 100%. Yeah. Agreed 100%. So with that, with that offense alone. And realistically, who has the better defense? The Chargers. So who are you we blaming? 
Gotta play Staley's got to go. The Chargers. The I just can't fucking hey, I'm believe not a, I'm not a fan of uh, that idiot in fucking Green Bay. And you know something? I'm not a fan of his. I, I, Matt LaFleur I should be gone, too. Matt, Matt LaFleur should have been fired last year. Can I, can I say something, though? You were so upset about the fact that you traded Calvin Ridley, but I essentially just gave you Jaden Reed for nothing oh, in return. Know, you know what, and Jaden Reed, a, the guy had a little end around with a touchdown. Three for okay, 46 what, what yards and a touchdown him? on the ground, and what he also was four him? for 46 through the air. That's a very nice fantasy day for Jaden Reed. Yeah. Um, any, Green Bay? Yeah, they'll be here. See I, what I, happens. I think they're going to show up very nicely and look very good on Thursday, the Packers. I'm anticipating them playing Doo-doo. very hard based on how they got embarrassed in the first and I, half. And I'll tell you why, like, yesterday that really had a ga- uh, great game, Rashad Geary had a he's, fucking he's really been, good game yesterday. When he's healthy, and he's, been turning he's an it up absolute the last three beast. Weeks. What do you have, a sack and a, a forced fumble yesterday? Yeah. He's, he's been doing, it, he's he's been doing good. that the last three weeks. He's but. just good. Next up, let's head down to Miami where the Las Vegas Raiders, who are now 5-6, and six, played the Dolphins and played them very tight. Um, this Raiders team, ever since they have made the change at head coach, has looked like a new football team, and they hold Miami's extremely high-powered offense to 20 points. Miami does come out on top in this one at 20 to 13. Aiden O'Connell didn't really help their cause. He was 24 for 41 with 271 yards passing, a touchdown, and three interceptions. Before we keep talking about everybody else in this game, can Aiden O'Connell really be better at this point than Jimmy Garoppolo? I think Jimmy Garoppolo is really bad. There's enough of a body of work on Jimmy Garoppolo. And he hasn't gotten better. So you don't think they'd have a better chance to win right now no. if Jimmy G was at the No, game. because they lost some big games against bad teams with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'd rather oh, see the rookie I, get I, better. I want to speak in behalf Please. of Jimmy Garoppolo. Please. Because I will say this. You know what? I'm, I don't think if, if Jimmy Garoppolo was playing right now that you would see a drop-off in what they're doing as a team in general. It was obvious that Josh McDaniels was the problem. The offensive coordinator was garbage. And it's obvious they had no kind of rapport with Josh McDaniels. You cannot blame fucking Jimmy Garoppolo for the putrid team they were putting out there every week. You know who did have a rapport with Josh McDaniels? Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. He was the he was the one link. To Josh McDaniels. Yeah, but he's not the one fucking calling the plays and and losing the locker room every week. I either. think Jimmy Garoppolo is garbage, and just just to see if your theory I, holds, I, so. I want Jimmy Garoppolo to get in a game here just to see if your theory holds. I just think he's bad. I just think okay. Jimmy Garoppolo is bad. He's not a good quarterback. Josh Jacobs was 14 for 39 in this game. Devontae Adams, 7 for 82 and a touchdown through the air. Jacoby Myers, 4 for 49. Uh, as far as the Dolphins offense goes, Tua, 28 for 39 for 325 yards. Two touchdowns and an interception. It's QBR 103. Raheem Mostert, 22 for 86. It's four yards per carry. Obviously, Devon A. Chang got hurt in this game after just one carry. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 10 for 146 yards and a touchdown. He is continuing his tear. Um, he got a hand issue, though. He does have a hand issue, which he talked about today. He was still catching the ball. I don't I don't. Well, that. he said that he was, quote-unquote, upset that he might not be able to play Fortnite, but he will be playing in the next game. 
and so, that, that priorities, that bud, comment priorities. hit Bruce right in the feels when he heard that, and Bruce started crying when he heard that. Uh, where the fuck is Leon at? I don't see Leon. Leon in hasn't here. been in the chat. Oh, there he is. Leon is he? said something about Tim Tebow. Right, he said after something about you inviting about him over for Thanksgiving. Huh? Oh, anyway. He said something about you inviting him over for Thanksgiving. Oh, he said he, he asked what you're having. I don't even know. Uh, we're 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 on to better things at the moment, okay? I'm just telling you. What we doing for Turkey? Uh, Robbie Chosen. I'm coming over. Robbie Chosen <laughs> uh played in this game uh after being cut, then signed to the practice squad and then promoted this week. Robbie Chosen two for thirty nine. Braxton Barrios did not play. Braxton Barrios did not play in this He's game. He's a little under the weather, injured. Oh no. Hate to hear it. Hate to hear it. Next up, the Dallas Cowboys headed to Carolina to play the Panthers. And I did all of us take Carolina to cover in this game? Uh I think we all might have. No. I don't I don't know if you I did. You definitely did. I don't know if I did. I, I don't remember saying that. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah, do you? I if think you want so. to look it up. Maybe we'll have to have Bruce go check the film. Okay. Anyways, Dallas put on a clinic in Carolina. The final score was thirty three to ten. I don't think I what took Carolina to cover. It was ten and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I took number. I took the Cowboys because they're hot. Oh, you're right. As shit. I might have I might have said I covered that. Cooper Rush got some time in this game. Dak Prescott was twenty five for thirty eight for one hundred eighty nine yards and two touchdowns. Gee, Tony, that's impressive. Tony Pollard twelve twenty five for thirty eight for hundred yards. <laughs> Tony Pollard twelve for sixty one in a touchdown. Rico Dowdle eight for twenty three. C.D. Lamb, only 6 for 38 and a touchdown in this game. Brennan Cooks, 3 for 42. Uh, as far as the Carolina offense goes, Bryce Young was 16 for 29, 123 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Chuba Hubbard, 10 for 57. Miles Sanders, 11 for 50. Uh, and Tommy Tremble's lone four-yard reception was their touchdown in this game. Is anybody really surprised here? No. No. Uh, were Dallas's numbers as kind of shitty as they were because they could be? They they took their foot off the gas in the second half. Well, yeah. I, at one point in the beginning of this game, too, it was Carolina's seventeen to three. Was actually, half. playing pretty it, well. It was seventeen to three at the half. Yeah. Um. Good job, Dallas. Anything else? Good job beating up on the bottom the bottom team in the league. Go Carolina's ahead. one and nine. It doesn't, it doesn't matter because Dallas is just. The only teams they have beaten are teams that are fucking absolutely atrocious. So, well, let's move on. Well, spe- no, speaking of that, just real quick, uh, going forward, yeah, they their losses are to Arizona, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. Their next few games, Washington, Seattle, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit. And they finish out the year at Washington. And Washington usually picks one of those up. Well, I... That Washington game will Cowboys be a really tough game, especially the one at Washington. Cowboys and Indians. Yep. Uh, next up. Been. Cowboys and Redskins. Go ahead. Uh, let me see where we're at here. The Tennessee Titans headed down to Jacksonville for a divisional game. Fucking blowout. <laughs> uh, Tennessee did not really have an answer for Jacksonville yesterday. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville comes out on top. 34 to 14. Trevor Lawrence, 24 of 32, 262 yards and two tuds. Travis Etienne, 14 of 52 on the ground. Uh, he also picked up three receptions for seven yards through the air. Runs hard. Calvin Ridley, 
God. The star of the day, seven for 103 and two touchdowns in his resurgence. Does this mean good things for the Jaguars going forward when you see a game like this? Are we out of yeah, they're not going to win games. They're not going to win games unless they get him introduced to the offense, Amen. in my opinion. Number one. Number two, I saw a really good stat. I, it was hard to interpret without people knowing in-depth analytics. But the gist is when Zay Jones is on the field at the same time as Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley's numbers are extremely inflated. They're they're very good. So less Christian Kirk, more Zane Jones, and you'll win some games. Uh, Christian Kirk caught seven of nine targets. Or uh, excuse me, Calvin Ridley was seven of nine targets. Christian Kirk was only three for thir- or three for forty-eight. Zay Jones pulled in all four of his three points. what? Three receptions, forty-eight yards. How many targets did he have? Christian Kirk or Calvin Ridley? Christian Kirk. Six targets. Six targets. So they targeted Ridley more than Kirk in this game. They gave him seven. Uh, Kirk had six targets. Ridley had nine. Nine targets. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that should be about 14 a game for him. He's clearly the most talented guy on it. Yeah. On that roster. You got him for free. He, stretch, he stretches the fucking field. What is wrong with you people? What the fuck? Um, Will Levis, 13 for 17 for 158 yards. And two dude, touchdowns. awful. Derrick Henry, 10 for 38. Listen to me. It's obvious what their problem is. Their offensive line is fucking dog shit. Just fucking awful. They're dog shit. Yeah, it's bad in Tennessee. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee finishes the year with if you If you can't wins. get Derrick Henry going fucking 80 yards a game you're dog shit dog shit you're dog petrified shit. a guy like derrick henry come on dude. deandre hopkins had uh one touchdown reception in this game as did jeffrey simmons jeffrey simmons there was a do i get his points for that in the back you should and fucking who did he hit uh was it atn i don't know Dude, he hit somebody and 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 motherfucking he didn't get touchdown. up. Jeffrey Simmons, one reception for two yards and a touchdown. I have I get two two t- tackles for a lot. Hold on, let me look at his stat. Maybe I better get the touchdown. Maybe that'll come in stat corrections because he had a no. I got the TD reception. Yeah, he did yeah touchdown reception for Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was four for fifty nine and had the other touchdown. So uh, Tennessee. Put the check mark through him. I think that season's done. Do you think oh, they, see- they tried to run the ball and he tackled uh, uh, Atien, Travis Atien in the backfield, and Atien didn't get up. That fucking that guy is a beast. So you're claiming yeah. murder, huh? You're claiming it was murder. Uh, it almost was. Do we? You, you don't see hits like that very often. Do we think that we get to see Malik Willis this year? No. No. No, I don't, I don't the think only way you're going to see Malik Willis if he's was. traded to the fucking New York Jets. So in the chat. It's it's we think that this is Will Levis's team I think from this, here on out. I think this yeah. says more. This win says more about Jacksonville who needed a, a win. We said a big that. Win. We said they needed a big win. Yeah. This says more about Jacksonville than it does about the Titans. The Titans is just going to be you're going through the progressions at this point with Tajay Spears and you're going through the progressions with Levis and you're trying to see what you have to build on going forward. And I think they're going to give Levis the time to do that. That's my two cents. Yeah, Dre Hopkins got behind the defense again, scored a big touchdown for them. Yeah. And at that point, it was already out of control, but Hopkins just continues to 
be the fucking stud that he is. Real quick, I just want to give a quick shout out to Elizabeth. If you're listening right now, it smells good. Yeah, the soup is. The soup yeah, whatever is that is up there, it's it's it's, uh, it's a homemade in, chicken noodle. It's intoxicating. Right yeah, that's it's it smells fabulous. Uh, shout out to Joe Venditti in the chat. Uh, he asked what we think of Rishi Rice tonight. Sold by Joe, Joe V. Sold by Joe V. Where? Sold by Joe there. V. He's he's, he's the letter J in baby um, blue. Stick with us. We're getting very close to our Monday night preview. We just have a couple more games to preview here, and it shouldn't take too long. Or to recap, I'm sorry. Uh, Arizona headed to Houston. Hey, stop scrolling that, motherfucker. Put it back where it was. Asshole. Stop fucking you with You were that. wondering where he was at in the chat, and I just, was just leave it alone. to show you. Don't show me. Leave just it alone. leave it alone, asshole. Here we go. You know, I just won't do my job. Okay. <laughs> Houston comes out on top in this one, 21-16. to C.J. Stroud, 27 for 37, 336 yards, two touchdowns, but he did have three picks. And he said he was just going out there and he was just going to keep firing away. And he did that. Um, Devin Singletary, 22 rushes for 112 yards and a touchdown in this game. Tank Dell continues his monster hot streak. Eight for 149 yards and a touchdown. I miss you. Best trade I made all year. What, what can you, what can you say about C.J. Stroud at this point? I, I think he's an MVP candidate. I if Houston continues to win games, he's an MVP. Wait a minute. Hold on. I, I Hold mean, on. Uh, Tank Dell. I want him to be an MVP candidate. Outstanding. I want him to be an MVP candidate. He, you got you got to be winning the division to be an MVP candidate. And if he does, we have to. He's got to be in the conversation, no questions asked. It wasn't a great game for Stroud yesterday, but same drill. I'm watching this guy, and he's making the throws, and he's making the big throws, and that's what I want in a quarterback. I want to see what C.J. Stroud even does after, every Even week. after three, he threw three, two straight picks, comes back, and just fucking lets a bullet down the sidelines to yeah. Dell. He got behind a defense. He's got a short memory. Can I tell yeah. you something? Yes. What's the difference between C.J. Stroud and Josh Allen? Uh, C.J. Stroud actually can play from behind. He capitalizes. They're the same player. Right? I'm taking Stroud. No, they're not. I'm taking Stroud. Stroud is nowhere near where Josh Allen is. He don't have his size. He doesn't have his physicality. But one thing that Stroud has that Josh Allen doesn't, he can put the fucking ball anywhere on the field that he wants to. Josh Allen does not have that. Makes the throw. Josh Allen can't hit a guy 10 feet in front of him because he fires it at him. At the end of the day, when you're playing the quarterback position, the main objective for the quarterback. There's a lot of objectives. There's a hundred of them. The main objective is to make the throws. Yeah. Stroud makes the throws. Everything else you could teach. Yeah. But he's putting the throws right in the right place. And a lot and, of the and, time, I'll it's say, at the right time. Kyler, Kyler Murray battled in this game. He battled in this game. It wasn't like he was out of it. They Kyler Murray's been battling. Huh? Kyler Murray's been battling. Yeah. I agree with you. And uh, with a lot less. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. A lot less. And Houston's defense was out, outstanding yesterday. Yeah, you know, if I if I was uh, Tua Tagovailoa owner in fantasy football, I would definitely look at all of the weapons that Kyler Murray has, like Greg Dortch, Rondale Moore. And we had a touchdown, by the way. Tony Rondale Jones. Moore. And I would definitely trade Tua straight up for Kyler Murray. But anyways, Kyler, 20 guess, for 30. Guess what? Kyler Murray had more fantasy points than fucking C.J. Stroud yesterday. It's because Stroud had three picks. 
Stroud also doesn't run. He's a pocket passer. Uh, Kyler Murray, 20 for 30, 214 yards, a touchdown and a pick. He also had 51 yards and a rushing touchdown on the ground. James Conner, 14 for 62. Uh, Greg Dortch, 6 for 76. And Rondale Moore picked Ooh. up the touchdown pass. One for 48, a nice 48-yard touchdown reception for him. Trey McBride, 5 for 43 on the day. Um, I think Houston I think Houston is a playoff team at this point. Obviously, Houston's yeah. defense is a lot better than the Cardinals' defense, mm-hmm. obviously. I think Houston's a playoff they, team. They should be. They yeah. should be. It's a matter of, at this point, like I said, I want to see if Houston can make a run at that division. I don't think it's going to happen. But I want to see if it, and that's when I will talk about CJ Stroud as an MVP because you can't be an MVP and not win your division. Do you know Same who Miles Garrett? Do you know who Houston plays this week? The shit Browns, Jacksonville. Love it. That's going to be the game to watch. Yep, game of the week, Sunday at one o'clock. And Houston got them the first. Jacksonville time. at Houston. They beat Jacksonville. Houston Jacksonville got them the first beat time. Them. Oh, Jacksonville beat them. 37-17 in Jacksonville. That was week two or three, maybe? That was week three. Three. That's the game of the week right now, in my opinion. It's next up. Divisional game. Jacksonville's going to win. I don't know what. Divisional game. <laughs> no, I don't think that's one that you just chalk up for Jacksonville to win. I, think I don't. I think it is. You want to know why? Because I think if you get into a track meet with Houston right now, you lose. You lose. And if there's a that's deep, what happened to the Steelers. That's what happened. Fuck you. Have to, that's what happened yesterday. The Steelers are one dimensional. All they have is a defense. Yeah, but the Steelers' defense is a lot better than Jackson. Listen, True. ETN. The thing is about ETN. If Houston's if Houston's defensive front plays like they should, and you shut down ETN, all they got to do is cover. If they cover Ridley, it doesn't really matter what Christian Kirk does. They've shut him down. Houston, the beautiful thing about them is, if somehow they shut down Tank Dell, you have m- so many other beautiful options who are performing at a high level right now. I think that's going to end up being a very, very good game. Fair. Fair. Next up, in a game that was just riddled with injury, um, speaking speaking of the devil, uh, real quick here, Joey Bosa hit IR uh, with a foot sprain. Uh, Kareem Jackson has been suspended for four games without pay after his hit yesterday. So uh, that's gross. And Geno Smith's elbow, uh, Pete Carroll had comments on it just a few minutes ago. He said there is no structural issue, but it may take a few days to quiet down. So he is questionable for Thursday. So, so when 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 does Pete Carroll pull the rug out from under Geno Smith? Well, let's talk about that. Seattle loses this game by one point. Rams come out on top, seventeen to sixteen. Geno Smith, twenty-two for thirty-four, two hundred thirty-three yards and a touchdown. Drew Locke came in after Geno Smith went out. He was two for six for three yards and a pick for a QBR of two. Uh, Kenneth Walker went down in this game after rushing the ball four times for 18 yards. Let's rewind. That's why he's not going to pull the plug on Geno Smith. It's because Drew Locke sucks. Listen, you got to be careful what you say now. Uncle Sam's a big Drew Locke (coughs) Big Drew Locke guy. Big cock Drew Locke. Zach Charbonnet came in after Kenneth Walker went down hurt. He was 15 for 47. DK Metcalf, five receptions, 94 yards and a touchdown in this. Tyler Lockett, five for 51. And Smith and Jigba, three for 40. Matthew Stafford, 
17 for 31, 190 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. He also got banged up in this game. Royce Freeman, 17 for 73 on the ground. Puka Nakua had a rush for seven yards. He also had five receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown because Cooper Cup went out early in this game. So welcome back to the Puka Nakua show. Anyways, why, why do I have a feeling right now like neither of these teams deserve to be in the playoffs? Neither of them. I think the Rams, the Rams or them, one of them will get in. One of them probably will get that yeah. that seventh spot, but neither of these teams deserve to be Which, there. Whichever one of them plays San Francisco and beat them again. I would love for it to be the Rams. Somehow it's it's not going to happen. I'm still taking Seattle. I would I love I for the... Matt Stafford now than I ever did when he was at Detroit. I, would... I didn't like him now. I, I like him like better him now. I don't like I him at all. Then. I would love for them to pull some shit. And get that seventh spot. The Lions finish with the two, and then can I, seven at Ford Field, and they get their first playoff win against Stafford. I would can like I pitch that. something to you though? So Seattle, like that, right now, I like that storyline. I think it's fucking awesome. Let's write the well, script. I think there's a chance that that happens because right now Seattle is six and four. This is their next four. At home against Frisco, lost. I said Seattle's lost twice against the Rams. Wow. Yes, lost. Listen. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, what's his face? Geno Smith is day to day with the, yes, with the questionable. Yeah. Okay, the next four games for Seattle. They're at six and four right now. At home against Frisco, lost six and five. At Dallas, lost six and six. At Frisco, lost six and seven. At home against Philly, lost six and eight. They're out of the playoffs. You think they could lose the next four games? Yeah, and then they still have te- at Tennessee after that, which I think they'll win. And then at home against eight. Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Which is no, it's not a walk in the park. And they finish here at Arizona. Which by that time won't they, be a they, Realistically, I see eight and I, they could go eight okay. and nine. Let's, let's give them credit. Let's give them credit. Let's say nine and eight. Okay. Let's say nine and eight. Nine and eight. Do the Rams because the Rams hold the tiebreaker. Double head to head win. Okay. Let's see. So the Rams right now are four and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their schedule going forward is as follows. At Arizona. Win. At home against Cleveland. I'm gonna say the Browns. We'll call we'll call that five and seven at Baltimore. Five and eight at home against Washington. Six and eight. They could, they could be Washington. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Six at and home eight. against New Orleans. Seven and eight. New Orleans at the Giants. Eight and eight at Frisco. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but they still hold the tiebreaker. I, so I I think the so Rams basically. It could either be the Vikings or the fucking. That's if it goes eight and nine. That's that's you need the wheels to fall off with Seattle, right. and then yeah, and then, and then at that point you're hoping that the Vikings and the Packers don't come in and take I both of those spots. I point, don't think you know what at that point San Francisco might have already clinched. Yeah, and just I don't think we need go. the wheels to fall off of Seattle. I think Geno Smith is banged up. Kenneth Walker's going to miss a few games, and I think they're going to lose the next four without question. There's one problem you missed. I just don't think the Rams are very good. I don't either. That's why I think right now, if I if I had to bet on it today, neither of these teams make okay. the playoffs and it's Minnesota. So one of the nine and eight, if if there's a nine and eight NFC West team and it's one of these two teams, it one of these two teams is gonna get in. I don't think either of them are gonna go nine and eight. That's that's what it comes down to. But then still, you're hoping at that point. Remember that the NFC is as top heavy as it's ever been. The leader in the conference only has one loss. The second place team has two losses. The third place team has three losses. There's a wild card team with three losses. So it's 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 top heavy, meaning that the teams at the bottom of the spectrum, outside of that NFC South division winner, the three wild card teams, one or two of them is going to be pretty good. 
and then the other one's going to get in with a low record. You can get in at 8-9 and nine, right, nine and 8. Me, here we go. I'm going to ask you about the two that are behind the Rams. Right Please. Now. Green Bay is 4-6. and six. At Detroit. I'm going to hit the Lions right now. At home against Kansas City. Loss. At the Giants. Win. At home against Tampa. Win. At Carolina. Win. At Minnesota. That's going to be a great fucking game. Um, that, I mean, at three and three at a minute. Yeah, Minnesota game. And then like, at home against Chicago to end the year. I got to play Minnesota and Chicago. That if my math is correct, though, so they're they're four and they're four and six. Hmm? You have them at eight. They're eight and nine or nine huh. and eight. Eight okay. and nine or nine and eight. Minnesota, I think Minnesota makes the playoffs at this point without fail. They still have to play Detroit. The, hold on, hold on. They can't choke. They can, based on what we saw from the Lions, Here's the thing. they could split with the Lions, but they can, the, Minnesota to get into the playoffs with who's nipping at their heels even, has no margin for error. Even if they lose both to the Lions, they have Chicago, Vegas, at Cincy, Green Bay, Detroit, Detroit. At Cincinnati game, they could lose that. No, they won't. Good. If they're going to lose a game, they'll lose at Vegas. Said Joe, Joe Burrow is out for the year. Is he? Out, for, out the for the year. Is he? Yes. They said he might be back for the playoffs. Cincinnati's a non-entity. Cincinnati is no I, longer an I entity. I want to see them. I, I, I'm, they're a non-entity in the, for the playoffs, in my opinion. Correct. But to win winnable games with Jake Browning, I want to see how he does. We right. saw Jake Browning against the Ravens. So then this is the last question mark. Okay? Atlanta. You're, I mean, it's still your, still your team. <laughs> my team. They're four and six. They have New Orleans. They the Jets. Oh, they're fucking quarterback. Hold on. This is right. what I'm, I'm. This is what I'm telling you here. They have New Orleans, the Jets, Tampa, Carolina, Indy, Chicago, New Orleans. Tell me they don't. They can't win four of those games. Yeah. So that end. Of, the, the bottom of that NFC situation right now is a clusterfuck. It's and I don't. I think. I think due to the way the schedule's set up, that the Rams and the Seahawks are going to be the two looking on the outside looking in. I really do. Possible. Okay, we have one more game to talk about, and it was oh, two more, excuse me. Sunday night game. Uh, the Pastronaut went up to Denver to play Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Denver squeaks another one out. They are they win this game twenty one to twenty. Minnesota six and five. Denver five and five. And now second in the AFC West. Uh, thoughts on this game? It went how I thought it would go. I I had Denver. I thought it would be closer. I like what the Broncos were doing against a very a very hot Vikings team. Uh, I like both of these teams right now. I think Denver's going to really have a shot to to make a push for that for a wild card spot. It might be too little, too late. As for the Vikings, I still love what I saw from Josh Dobbs. I I think he's good. I just don't think he's world-beating good. I'm with you. Not that I'm sick of it. I just think that we're investing too much into I, the Josh Dobbs thing. I think if he can get Justin Jefferson back with him and Addison together, they, they could do a lot more damage than what people think. They're already doing exceedingly good yeah. damage. They're, Are we all ceiling... in on Denver? I, I will say this. I bet, yeah. I've been There's one on quarterback Denver. in the league right now who leads. The, the, Russell Wilson has 19 touchdowns and three interceptions. Until that game yesterday, C.J. Stroud was leading the NFL in touchdown to interception ratio. Russell Wilson passed him yesterday. You know who I liked yesterday that I haven't liked ever? Jerry Judy. 
Yeah. You never liked Jerry Judy? No, he's garbage. I will say it was the it was the first time we've seen him all year where you're like, okay, he could actually be as good as everybody said he should be. He he actually lived up to the hype yesterday. They're going to need, every time I've watched them in primetime, and in, in fairness, everything else I've seen from the Broncos is typically on red zone. Everything I've watched from them in primetime is that they really struggle in opponents' territory, and in particular in the red zone. Hence why they kicked four or five field goals. It was at five or four. It was four, at least four field goals. Uh, no, it was five field goals. Will Lutz, five for five. Yeah, it was five field goals. You need to start converting those into points, and one of the reasons they did is I saw a Jerry Judy drop in the end zone, Bruce. He sucks. I'm sorry. Jerry Judy sucks. He was great yesterday, though. I love the emergence of Cortland Sutton. He's always been good. Four for 66 in a tud for Cortland Sutton. He's on fire right now. Cortland Sutton, anytime, I think, is hitting three or four I, straight I weeks. Got talk about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's – he's you, listen, I've been high on Russell Wilson all year, all year, including that primetime loss that they had. Against, who was it? The Chiefs? Yeah, they, the no, they, beat the they, beat the they beat the Chiefs at home, but they had a primetime game against the Chiefs <laughs> where they lost. And I said, listen, it was a Thursday night game. I said, listen, he's not as bad as people are saying he is. Yeah. The Chiefs were the story there because the Chiefs weren't great. Russell Wilson's very serviceable. He's having a great year. I'm very curious. It's not going to be this year. He had 11 year. picks last year. He has three this year. It's not going to be this year, but I'm very curious to see what. Yeah. Th there's no. You haven't heard about any deception or d any issues between Sean Payton and Russ like you were yeah. hearing about the first two or three months. I want to see what Russell Wilson does next year. I think they have a shot to get in this year. It's going to be tough. I, I think they're very much in it for a seven scene, but I really want to see what Russell Wilson does next year. And look how young they are. They're young. They have a very young team. They made a great decision not trading Sertain, not trading Judy, not trading Cortland Sutton. I love their running backs. I love McLaughlin. Of course, I love Javante like Williams. big money and free I love Russ. Walk, Frank Clark, and uh, Randy Gregory. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we? Do we have any less faith in Minnesota? No, I think I think Minnesota should be a wild card team. Beautiful, let's do it. They'll finish second in the division. It's time for Zolo's five things. Blessed. Oh, real quick. The Lions uh, played the Bears yesterday at Ford Field. Lions come out on top in this one, 31-26. to 26. And without further ado, Zolo's five things. My five things are mostly bad, obviously, because that was a pretty bad performance. But there's always good to take away. And when you get a win in this league after playing as bad as they did, historically bad for this team, and then you come, you come back and get a win to get to 8-2, and two, you take that. So we're talking about teams maybe getting in with eight wins in the NFC right now. The Lions are at their eight wins with seven to play still. Thing number one, the defense wasn't great yesterday, but it wasn't as bad as you think it was. I know you disagree, but let me tell you why. Whoa, 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 whoa. You'd why, be, why you'd are you be, at me you'd and be saying shocked. I disagree? I'm just assuming you'd be, you're going to come out firing. what he told me before the show. Okay, I'm excited to hear it. Okay, you want, you want to know what I said? Please. This is what I said. Were they good? Not really, mm -mm. but you know what? They were good when they had to be good. Mm -hmm. They were they were holding them to field goals when they could have been letting up touchdowns, and that's what kept them in the game. Was their defense Thank getting you. off the field and and Thank making you. them kick field goals? Thank you. That was key of the game. Obviously, the Bears came out and ripped a touchdown off the bat. Those are for those that don't know, and I know a lot of you do know. For those that don't know, the beginning of any football play offensively. 
for the most part, is scripted. The Bears practice those series of plays and said, this is what we're going to do when we get the ball first. This is how we're going to exploit their defense. Then after about 20 to 40 plays, the script dies down. And that's when the game really starts, and there's adjustments. That's why football is in waves. It's Usually cyclical. It's 10 to 15. 10 to 15. 10 to 15, regardless. The Bears' script was perfect. They had a perfect first drive. They scored a touchdown. Guess how many touchdowns the Lions gave up the rest of the half? None. They only gave up a field goal. They did a very good job against Justin Fields yesterday. And the same happened in the second half. Their touchdown only came because they fumbled a kickoff in their own territory after the defense was repetitively repetitively on the field. The defense didn't leave the field for eight minutes, okay? And they still had to earn the touchdown that they got. So you held Justin Fields to two, two touchdowns. Did Justin Fields tear them apart yesterday? Of course. Of course he did. But guess what? He tore them apart last year when they played in Chicago. Their defense, like I said on Friday's show, their defense is meant to contain Fields. It's not meant to completely shut him down. It's meant to keep him in the pocket and make him throw. It did what it needed to do yesterday. Did it give up a little more points because of the four turnovers? Of course. But that's the four turnovers. The Lions just shot themselves in the foot a lot, defensively mainly, or excuse me, offensively mainly. But when you shoot yourself in the foot on offense, it leads to bad things on the defense. And that's why the defense was in very precarious positions. They were tired. They were on the field for most of the games. And then there was a bunch of other issues. Uh, talked about it with Angie yesterday. Aiden Hutchinson and uh, Anzalone and Derek Barnes and especially the rookie, J Jack Campbell. There are a lot of missed tackles between those guys. And if you're not greeting those running backs at the line and you're getting gashed on first down, that doesn't help. And then on top of that, when the defense was able to get off the field yesterday, there was a penalty. They forced a third and long, and they make a fourth down, and then all of a sudden there was a very untimely penalty. Some were good, some were bad. As good as Brian Branch was yesterday, he had a lot of untimely penalties. If uh, that's one, your yield— One of those were—, were Bullshit. Was bad. One was off. It was Bullshit. horrible. It was horrible. It was not a penalty. Re regardless, regardless. <clears throat> the Lions' woes yesterday— came from shooting themselves in their own it foot. It was on third down when these penalties were happening. Which yeah. brings me to thing number two. Goff was 2021 bad yesterday, but a lot of it is correctable. Listen, no, two of those were tipped. So the first one, one of them was tipped. Two. The first one, the first one should have been a penalty. Sam Laporta was jammed. He, it was a pick play and he was jammed. They didn't call it. And the, this is the problem with what Jared Goff did yesterday. He was going through his progressions. And Chicago runs, typically they run a 3-3-5. They were running a 4-2-5, but there was a lot of guys covered. That's why guys weren't open downfield. The Lions had to earn it when guys were open downfield. So things might be open quick underneath, but they weren't. So Goff would go through his progressions, and when everyone was covered, he would go to the first option, and he would force the throw. That's why he wasn't able to look off the linebackers. That's why he wasn't able to look off the corners. He was forcing throws. That's simply corrected with watching some game film. I'm not worried. I'm totally anticipating Goff to come back. And like you said, one of the balls was tipped, but two. then two of them were tipped, and then he <laughs> he got away with one. There should have been a pick six right. in the first half. Well, yeah, so it could have that, easily been four. Were tipped. One, uh, the pick play the on, went the wrong the way. And he threw the opposite way. That got that picked. And then they dropped one that should have been an interception. Yeah. Regardless, everything was correctable with Goff. And he's proven in this era since the back half, since the second half of 2022, he's never put two bad games in a row together, number one. Number two, he's proven that he's the guy that watches the tape and then he goes out and corrects it. Number three, this is another issue I had yesterday. They abandoned the run. 
Uncle Sam says it all the time. David Montgomery is the engine. I still love Jameer Gibbs, and I think he's the better back. But David Montgomery had a revenge game yesterday, and they didn't go to him nearly enough on the on the the third and short plays. A main example that really pissed me off was I've talked about the third quarter woes all game all year. Game script completely flips if they change one thing, in my opinion. At midfield on third and two, the first drive of the third quarter where the Lions started with the ball, on third and two, they threw the ball. Why aren't you running the ball on third and two with David Montgomery? Changed everything. They threw the ball away. They punted. The Bears marched down the field. You, you, you held them to a field goal. But then you fumbled the kickoff, and they came back and got a touchdown. It completely changed the script of the game. You can control the tempo of the game when you're leading if you're able to run the ball. Now, were they not running the ball effectively yesterday because Sorsdahl wasn't great in run pro? Maybe. Sorsdahl didn't have a great game. He got better as the game went on. But I don't want to see them abandon the run. I, th- I thought he was good. He, he got better as the game I, went I on. I thought he was good. He got I better as the game went on. actually very good, personally. But here's the thing. <laughs> if, if Justin Fields hits that pass. Which pass? The third down. Okay, they, they had, had their two little off-tackle plays that they – Ran with Khalil Herbert, mm-hmm. um, and then he goes down the field, and he missed that pass to uh, the hell's his name. Not more the other Mooney, guy. huh? Mooney, yeah. He just threw it too far on him. They hit that pass; it's it's over. Yeah, I told you I was. They gonna... got him off field. They got him off field. We talked about this before the game. I didn't leave. I thought things yeah. were looking bleak. The The reason I was telling everyone in my group chats, I'm like, I'm not worried. The Lions are the problem right I, now. I'm They're not getting of, beat I'm by the Bears. I'm kind of shocked that the Chicago offensive coordinator would not do, because they were gashing yeah. them. He cost them the with game. With him running the ball. He cost yeah. them the game. Luke yeah. Getze. I was kind of shocked. I was shocked and I wasn't. I thought the play call was actually pretty fucking gutsy. I thought that was a gutsy play call. They went right for the juggler. They did what they the Lions did last week with against the Chargers. Correct. I agree with you. But it was bound to happen. Fields isn't some accurate, crazy good passer. Love what he did well, to he DJ barely, Moore. They barely missed that. I mean, that was so I, I don't know what he, even to say. I mean It goes back to what you said though. The defense did what it needed to do when it had to correct. do it. And that was an example of it. And Aiden Hutchinson finally gets a sack when it mattered. Thing thing number Love four. It. Thing number four. Effective Brian Branch, which we haven't seen since week four in Green Bay, effective Brian Branch is an extremely, extremely valuable asset to this defense, especially as we're trying to bridge to this era where we're getting back to C.J. Gardner-Johnson and James Houston and the pass rushers coming on. Having Brian Branch on the field, because he can do everything. He could cover tight ends. He could cover receivers. He could blitz the quarterback. He can get sacks. He was a menace yesterday, an absolute menace. And we hadn't seen that since October. It was very good to have that back. And I'm looking for Brian Branch to keep getting better and keep progressing as the fall continues and we get into the winter and we get into crunch time because Brian Branch is going to be a big part of this team in the future. He Brian Branch was all over the field yesterday to the point – I mean, he was literally everywhere. Wherever the ball was, he was there. I mean – To what he is. 
He, you heard his name on every play. He was drafted. He was everywhere at once yesterday. I thought he had a fabulous game. And if that's how he looks against the most mobile quarterback in the league, and he's still sacking him and getting him in the backfield, he had three tackles for loss. If that's how he's going to look against the most mobile quarterback in the league, wait till you see him against quarterbacks that are not mobile, where the Lions can put him on the line, fake like he's covering someone, and you could blitz him every other play. He's playing in the box. He's going to do a lot of damage going forward. Yep. Thing number five, for those who are panicking, this is my one. I guess the Brian Branch one was good. But thing number five, this team is eight and two. <laughs> eight and two for the first time since 1962. JFK That's was alive. That's before you were born. That's, you were in we your old man's bag. We finally found something where you were in your old man's bag. They're eight and two. Shout out to Sal. And there's no team. I have Sal people, Senior. I have people Sal's that do this bag. with Michigan football. I have people that do this with the, oh, no, I don't I don't want that win. They didn't look that good. I don't care. This makes up for Seattle. This makes up for other things. When you're eight and two, you take that any way you get it. They're not all going to be easy. They're not all going to be clean. They're not all going to be great games. When you're eight and two, you take that. Because this Lions team is eight and two, and I've never seen that in my lifetime. None of us so, have. So no matter I mean, what, you're gonna take that. Him, he's a fucking you're gonna dinosaur. take that any way you get it. Which leads me to a bonus sixth thing. Wow. Whoa. What the fuck? Never, ever count this Lions team out. Never count a Dan Campbell team out of anything. They will always fight, just like they did in year one when they lost, whatever, 14, 15 games. They were in most of those games. They rarely got blown out. You got to be really good to blow the Lions out. So if you're just a subpar team or you're a decent team or even if you're a good team, guess what? When you play the Lions, you're going to get the fight of your fucking life, no matter what. And they didn't give up. No one hung their heads on the sideline. Jared Goff wasn't down. He was a Money those last two drives. He was perfect those last he two drives. He like a different quarterback. Different quarterback. Never count these Lions out. And I have the stats to go with it. Historic stats. And you could translate them to the Bears choking. You could translate it to the Lions being good. Either way, I got stats for you. Number one. Since 1932, no NFL team with a plus three turnover margin in 40 minutes in time of possession had ever lost the game. The Chicago Bears did that yesterday because the Lions didn't give up. 48-0 those teams were before yesterday since 1932. 40 minutes of time of possession and plus three in the turnover margin. Number two, since 1996, the Lions have turned the ball over four-plus times in a single game on 47 different occasions. They had only won two of those games going into yesterday. I'm sure Stafford might have pulled that off once or twice, but 3-44 and now. Very historic for the Lions franchise. And the last one, since 2018, NFL teams were 164-7 and when scoring at least 26 points and winning the turnover battle by at least three. The Bears made it 164-8. and That has less to do with the Bears choking away and more to do with the Lions just not giving up. They're a good team. Okay, they had a really bad game yesterday, but a lot of it was self-inflicted. I guarantee you if they play in Chicago and they don't turn the ball over four times and they don't have timely penalties on third down, I guarantee you it's going to look like a completely different game against this same Bears team. Credit to Justin Fields. He was great yesterday. I thought the Bears' play calling was good. But the Lions wanted it more in the end, and they did what they needed to do because they're the better team. 
And sometimes it just comes down to the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. Well, guess what? That was one of those games yesterday, and they pulled it out. And I would not bet against this Lions team against a lot of teams in the league. Maybe 30 teams in the league I'm not betting against the Lions. Amen. That was all those five things. I have some numbers. What? We both went 7-12. and 12. Who's you? Who's we? You and I. Oh, yeah, we're on our picks. On our picks. Holy shit, he's finally done it. It only took 11 weeks. I actually do it every week, but I just don't. You don't, just don't speak up. Seven and 12. Fucking dunce. So, well, for the Sunday slate, there's 12. There wasn't 19 fucking games. Yeah, it's not possible. There can never so be we were, if we won seven, we were seven and five. Well, seven out of 12. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Got it. That makes more so sense. So we were seven and seven. five. Makes yes. more sense. Yes. Okay. They had nine. So depending. They went nine in. It would have been nine and three. Nine and three. There's twelve games. Wow. Well, we also have tonight's game, and I don't know the Thursdays. Who who picked what for Thursday? So. Thursday was who played Thursday? Oh, that was the uh was that the death game? No, we all we well, was Bengals Ravens. You and I picked yeah. the Ravens. Oh no, you and I picked the Ravens. I picked Cincinnati. And you picked Cincinnati. So okay. I'm even deeper in the Actually, hole. Actually, I, oh, I don't like those down. You took Cincinnati. I did. You and I took the Ravens. Then you two took yeah, the Ravens. Yeah. yeah. And we both took Price Cincinnati. Um, real quick from this game, David Montgomery had the game-winning touchdown on the ground, as well as 76 yards rushing. Jameer Gibbs was 8 for 36 and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, 8 for 77 and a touchdown through the air. Jameson Williams also had a 32-yard touchdown reception in this game. Uh, Fields was, When they needed it. Fields had 169 and a touchdown through the air and 104 on the ground. Dota Foreman had 14 yards on the ground and a touchdown. DJ Moore, 7 for 96 and a touchdown through the air. Lions, beautifully done game right at the end. It was three quarters of shit followed by one beautiful quarter. Can we, can we talk about JMO for a second? Four minutes of... Four minutes of good football. I'm happy you said JMO. He got a 65% snap share. It's the highest of his career. They're trusting him more. Of course, the catches didn't come as crazy yesterday. And you were there three times. You were there. They were, he was looking at it. again when I was when I was talking about how he was going through his progressions. He was looking for JMO downfield. They had him covered a lot of. Yes, the time. he was. Yep. So JMO's on the field. He's doing everything and well. I, I don't they think anybody's doing. giving Chicago's defensive line a little credit, man. They 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 were putting a little fucking heat on him. Yes, man. they did. Yes, they they put did. a lot of heat on. I was actually shocked that their line was playing as good as they were. I'm talking about Chicago's defensive line. Was this they Montez played pretty Sweat's, fucking well. This was his first game, right? Montez no. Sweat? Yeah. He played, played, no, he played against New Orleans. Played against New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, he did play against New Orleans? Yeah. I didn't think he did. Yeah, he did. He looked good. He looked he good. Did. He All right. gave a Decker everything he could handle. Are we good here? Yes. Now we have to talk. I mean. We're going to burn the tape. We have been on air for 105 minutes, and now we are ready to talk about the biggest game of the week, possible a Super Bowl rematch, possibly a Super Bowl preview, what could be the biggest game of the regular season. The Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Arrowhead tonight to play the Chiefs. Kansas City is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 46. We all picked this on Friday, but we might as well do it again. I'm going Kansas City, and I'm going the over in this game. Wait, hold on. Taylor Swift is not going to be there. Taylor Swift is in fucking South America. But can I actually share an update that we got from the pregame before you guys make your picks? Travis Kelsey, when speaking about 
His future prior to tonight's game said that retirement is on his mind more than anyone could ever imagine. Goodbye. That's the only thing I've ever, I've never really been open about is the discomfort, the pain, all the lingering injuries, the 10 surgeries that I've had, and I still feel every single surgery every day. So. He just ain't Gronk. Could this, well, no, it's the same thing that happened to Gronk. Was that part of that, um, was he, that part I'm of that, the, the, I, the article I, I in uh, Wall Street Journal? Was yes. The Wall Street Journal article? This was part I, I of the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal article is a very long read, but I read quotes here and there, and it's very good. It's just on Travis Kelsey. It came out today. I, I beg so. to differ. What? Travis Kelsey was not a fucking body bag like Rob Gronkowski. No, but that I, man took... That man, I watched him twist his knees five or six <laughs> times in games. I saw him miss fucking seasons what with I'm... knee injuries. Travis Kelsey has never had that until fucking this year. Yes, but that's, I think Kelsey's at that point in his Whatever. He, he's a pussy. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, what? do you want to make a pick for this? Travis yeah, Kelsey take a Philadelphia my... and the over. Why? Why? Because I just think they're more complete than uh, Kansas City. Kansas City is not a complete team. I'm going to take Kansas City for one reason and one reason only. Pat Mahomes. I think Pat Mahomes matches up well against this Philadelphia defense. This is not the same Philadelphia defense we saw last year. It's nowhere near as good. It's no. It, it isn't. It just isn't. And at the end of the day, if there's anybody who could scheme for Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, I'm going to give it to Andy Reid, and I think they they stifle that offense a little bit tonight. And I think the Chiefs win a close game with a good amount of scoring. I I think it's going to be surprisingly high scoring tonight. I think considering how low scoring Chiefs games have been, I think it's just going to be a fired up crowd at Arrowhead. I think AJ Brown is a fucking monster. There's uh, the, the Chiefs haven't played in a while. The Chiefs have not played in two weeks, if my math is correct. Do they do they go back to Germany? They were in the Euro game. Yeah, yeah, so they go back to Germany, and I just don't love what I've... It goes back to me not loving anything I've seen out of the Eagles this year. They played good in their one big game against the Dolphins. I think their best football is in front of them. I still think they have the most talented roster in the league. The Chiefs' defense... You said the Eagles' defense isn't what it was last year. The Chiefs' defense is significantly better than it was last year. They're winning games because of their defense. So, same drill. I think the Chiefs I, are going to come out think early. they're missing guys like Bolton. And Bolton is the heart and soul of that defense. It hasn't affected them, though. It's going to. It hasn't affected them. And Bolton, has, he's been on and off the entire that, year. That, Most of their that wins Chief came secondary, what they do try to do is jump routes early. That's what they try to do. If you watch those guys, they're going to bring their safeties up to the line of scrimmage, and they're going to force Jalen Hurts to throw the football. This is going to be a big Jalen Hurts running game. I think he's going to be scrambling out of the pocket a lot. I think you're going to see Chris Jones having him move all over the place. I think you're going to see Carl Loftus having him move all over the place. And I'm looking for. I'm I'm excited for this one, even though I haven't really focused on it. Nick Bolton is active tonight. Yes. Yep. Thought he was out. He will be playing. Huh. Bruce, I'm going to go KC, but I'm going to go the under. He's going KC in the under. So who? Wait, who did you, you took the oh, Eagles? Boring. Who'd you take? Oh, I have the Chiefs. You took Chiefs. I have the Chiefs. Chiefs in the over. Chiefs to cover, Chiefs to win, Chiefs over. Here we go. Uh, get ready. We're about an hour and a half away from this game. Uh, it's Listen, if you care at all about football, this is a game that you must go and watch tonight. It should be an absolutely incredible night 
of football watching a Super Bowl rematch from last year. Um, so I'm already excited to come back here Wednesday and talk about this game. 100%. Before we close it out, do you have anything to add? No. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I am going to take it anytime touchdown score tonight. My anytime touchdown score is Isaiah Pacheco. I knew that was coming. I think Pacheco has a very nice night. I have have one also. A.J. Brown. Brown. That one's obvious. Kenneth Gainwell. You better pray Kenneth Gainwell has the career game of his life. Why? It's a Kenneth Gainwell. Who who would think Kenneth Gainwell? Nobody. I'm going with Swift because Swift's probably going to be the one that's going to carry it into the end zone. Maybe. Just maybe. Uh, Zolo, anything to add? Yeah. My prop. Ugh. Oh, all right. <laughs> My prop for tonight is something that Andy Reid does is he keys in. He's he's got a, he runs a similar defense to Belichick, and they they like to take away what teams do well. And the thing that the Eagles do well, in my opinion, the the easiest way to stop the Eagles is you just shut down AJ Brown. And I think that the Chiefs are going to do a very good job shutting down AJ Brown tonight, which will lead to a big game from Devontae Smith. I'm going to go Devontae Smith over seven receptions tonight. Uh, I'm going to go Pacheco over 58 yards and a Pacheco anytime touchdown. <laughs> Why do you hate Isaiah Pacheco? I don't. Oh. I don't. I tried to actually trade for him. I thought. Didn't you say you hated him? I remember. No, I tried to actually trade him. No, he just hated everybody else. Yeah. Anyways. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter. At Tip Balls, TikTok, at Tip Balls Podcast. Go ahead. I say that. You lined up like you were going to say something else. I'm not saying anything, dude. Listening to you. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to follow us on YouTube. Click subscribe. Ring the bell so you get reminders of when we go live. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy tonight's game, and you will hear from us again on Wednesday.